0: Oh great, child laughter. (laughs) That's never good in a horror (laughs) film.
1: So go, Spelunkin' in a stupid cave where it's dark and we're going to die loads of ways because Spelunkin' is a stupid hobby. Yeah.
0: Mm, 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 mm. A what
1: Spelunkin'. Come oh, again? Spelunkin'. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly, but it's also called potholing in the UK. Basically, cave exploring.
0: Okay, I'm glad you explained that because... I did not know of either word.
1: <laughs> Splonkin. Can you see it? Splonkin.
0: Splonkin.
1: Am I pronouncing it? I like saying it. I, I like, have
0: no idea. I like
1: saying Splonkin.
0: Okay. Or potholing.
1: Potholing, yes. Not as glamorous, is it, as Splonkin?
0: Mm, neither are doing it for me. So.
1: Welcome, revelers and weirdos, to another fabulous episode of Scaring Sam. We are your hosts, Sam and James, (laughs) and this week we are discussing 2005's The Descent. A year after losing her husband and daughter in a freak accident, Sarah and her friends Juno, Beth, Becca, Sam and Holly go on a caving expedition under the Appalachian Mountains, where things go bad to worse. So, Sam, what did you think of this film?
0: Well, if you suffer from claustrophobia, don't watch it. Because I don't, like... I I don't want to be shut in a tiny little space. But I didn't think I was that claustrophobic. Um... Yeah, this kind of brings it out of you, doesn't it?
1: The cinematography intentionally is shot in close-up to invoke a sense of claustrophobia.
0: Yeah, well, I was definitely feeling that. Yep, I was with them on every step. I didn't like it. I did not like it. Now, I don't mean as in I wouldn't watch it again. I didn't like it because I was scared. (laughs)
1: That's one of the most ingenious aspects of this horror. Neil Marshall installs fear in the audience in its very plausible, very realistic situation first, and then in the third act of the film he adds the crawlers into mm. the equation, elevating the terror, the violence, the gore, everything.
0: I I am not up for this sort of exploring, just FYI.
1: Well, you've done Goat Ape as well. It's kind of Thrill-seeking.
0: I was absolutely terrified doing that.
1: And that was in a controlled situation.
0: There is one part when, when you're literally having to drag yourself across with a rope. And they... That was not okay.
1: ...replicated that in this film.
0: Yes, except there are safety wires in Go Ape. There are no safety wires in this film. There is no safety.
1: Well, they're installing a the rope. Zero
0: Safety.
1: As they climb over the gaping not, hole.
0: No, that's not safety. You would have a safety as well.
1: Well, they lost that in the cave in so they don't have a choice.
0: There is a choice. <laughs> don't go in the cave. Well, no, the choice is don't follow Juno.
1: Yes, because Juno, who's described by Beth, I think, as a piece of work...
0: I would agree. Yeah,
1: thinks it's boring to explore the already mapped out caves... No, we're going to go off course. We're going to explore unknown territory where the emergency services have no idea where we are.
0: Well, at first, so when they arrive to like the entrance or wherever they're leaving their cars, not at the entrance of the caves, but she leaves the book behind. And I'm thinking, oh, what an idiot. You're going into the caves and you're not even going to take the book with you. Little did I know, they're not even going in the caves that the book's got anything to do with.
1: Yeah, she doesn't need the book.
0: No. Well, no, she doesn't need the book because it's not going to help at all. Um. (laughs) Oh, nervous laughter. God.
1: Statistically, high-risk cavers have a 1 in 3,332 chance of dying in the UK... The commonest cause of death when caving is drowning, Mm -hmm. accounting for half the deaths. Before you know it, rainwater funnelled underground can flood a cave, cutting off passageways with people trapped in and drowning them. Next is falling. And the third is rockfall. And then there's also the risk of hypothermia, asphyxiation and something called Leptospirosis, a bacterial infection spread by animals, in this case rat piss found in the cave water system. Nope. Roughly three people die each year in the US, roughly one a year in the UK. That's likely because it's such a niche hobby. If more people did it, the death rate would be through the roof. If it was as popular as say, driving. There'll be so many more people dead from participating in this stupid hobby.
0: I mean, it's it's not stupid. I I get why people want to do it. They want to explore. There just comes a point where you've got to think. Okay, no one knows where I am. We literally, have no backup. So put these things in place. Like, if you're gonna do it, tell someone where you're going. Like, tell lots of people where you're going. Actually, not just one person. <laughs> um. Take food. Take layers.
1: Take the right equipment.
0: Yeah. Take more than enough equipment. Um, also go to places where, where it is okay to explore. I feel like I'm being a mum right now.
1: No, it's perfectly plausible because I cannot see the appeal in the slightest. Because before the monsters are on the case, I think it's quite a realistic depiction of what this hobby entails Mm. i mean you have some point sarah crawling through a very narrow passageway gets stuck starts having a panic attack
0: this is literally like i don't know how the others got through i was literally like if this was me i like that that that's exactly what i would be doing come on like i'm going to be crushed
1: And it happens as well. I've seen videos on YouTube where people are filming themselves like GoPros and that, and they get stuck. Not only do they get stuck, they get stuck when water is rising Mm. in the passageway. No. And then her friend Beth says, what are you afraid of? The worst thing that has ever happened to you has already happened. You've lost your husband and your daughter in a very freaky Final Destination style death. Mm-hmm. Of flying pipes.
0: Yeah, that was that was quite um, unexpected. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it to happen straight away. I mean, I knew there was going to have to be some kind of turn, um, something happening right at the start of the film. But
1: <laughs> well, Sarah's husband, no matter how short of screen time he has, still doesn't really make a good impression because we kind of see some interesting interaction between mm. him and Juno, which Beth picks up on. She knows something's going on. So even in that, what, less than five minutes of screen time that this character appears, he's already a wrong-un. And he dies accordingly. But, you know, the daughter didn't do anything wrong.
0: No, but even when you do something like that, you don't... Um... You don't have to die.
1: No, but you need an inciting incident to get the rest of the film going.
0: Yes, of course.
1: But as I should get back to Beth encouraging Sarah to stop panicking, what's the worst that can happen? Immediately after she's freed, a caving happens. That's what she's afraid of. You've just lost half of your equipment in the cave you can no longer get into. Mm Mm-hmm. And you have no idea where you are. Great. Bacteria. Mm, really got that to look forward to. Great. And you have no idea how to get back to the surface. So, yay. Fun
0: times.
1: Are you having fun, Juno? Are you still enjoying Seeking Your Thrills? Well, speaking off the cave, Sam, did you know it's actually a series of sets built at Pinewood Studios by production designer Simon Bowes? Oh. Yeah, quite impressive, right?
0: That's really impressive. Well, saying that, (laughs) I was wondering how this was filmed, (laughs) if it was in real caves.
1: (laughs) I just thought a lot of safety guidelines were taking place, a lot of actual experts behind the scenes keeping everyone safe. Mm. But no, it's all on elaborate sets.
0: Well, I did think that the um, effects in this film are actually in pretty good. Like there was nothing that I was kind of questioning. Even when we come to these blind human alien things. Alien? Crawlers. <laughs> yeah, well. Whatever they are.
1: Apparently Neil Marshall kept the crawlers away from the leads. In an interview he says that they had no idea what they looked like, so when they they did a take of the infamous scene where the crawler creeps up behind Beth, the women freaked out and ran off into the darkness screaming. So it was genuine. Apparently the actress who plays Sarah refutes this. She thought they were just a bunch of silly Midland- Midlanders, men who live up north, dressed right. in silly monster costumes. So you believe what you want to believe. But their screams seemed quite genuine in that shot. Yep. After that first attack, that sees Holly eaten by crawlers, and let's face it, she was dead weight anyway because her bone was sticking out of her leg. <laughs> yeah,
0: Nasty.
1: Nasty, nasty. Yeah. The survivors retaliate in equally vicious fashion, heads smashed against the cave walls, pickaxes crunching into crawlers' heads. I mean, Christ, Juno instantly turns into Sarah Connor.
0: I mean, she's got it in her, seriously. I don't think I would have the strength to do that, but who knows? In the situation, <laughs>
1: pure adrenaline—fight or
0: flight. She has definitely got the fight.
1: And then you got their eyes exploding when fingers are forced into sockets oh, as well. Oh yeah, that
0: was disgusting. Seriously. Aside from
1: the bone breaking, they do keep the gore until like the third act of the film. Mm. So in a desperate attempt to survive a situation, the characters dish out as much hostility against these creatures who themselves are simply trying to survive the only way they know how. So let me ask you this, Sam. Being of the female variety yourself (laughs) and therefore being in a unique position to answer this question, how would you react in this situation?
0: I would be the one still back at the cabin... Drinking. <laughs> Seriously, I'm 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 not going in there. And also, and you're probably about to say it yourself. Why are they getting drunk and dehydrating their bodies before going into a cave?
1: Yes, Sam. I was going to say that.
0: Seriously.
1: We're on such the same level. I
0: know because everyone is thinking the same thing. <laughs> Stupid.
1: Yes, I guess because Juno and her protégé, Holly, are the only ones who've explored this region before. Well, when everyone is led to believe they're exploring this known cave system. So why would you go into this situation when, was it, dehydration is one of the issues of caving and you are drinking? And
0: doesn't someone actually bring this up as well? I'm sure someone says it. Like one of them, one of them say about dehydration. (laughs) And I'm like, you're already dehydrated. Yes, you've been drinking.
1: I can understand Sarah not giving a fuck Mm. after what she's been through, but everyone else.
0: I mean, if you want a little bit of liquid courage, just do a shot. Just a shot. And then lots of water. Or if you really have to drink every glass that you're drinking, drink some water too. Like, oh, just be sensible. Or... Again, I feel like I'm being a mum.
1: (laughs) Or you celebrate after you exit the cave and then you drink. How you would deal with this situation, Sam, is to avoid it entirely.
0: Yes, I I would avoid it like the plague. But obviously if I was in, I was actually in there, in, in the cave... Um, I'd, I'd probably be the one that's running around like a stupid damsel in distress. So
1: you, you're you dead?
0: I'm dead, yeah.
1: So you wouldn't have worked out that the crawlers react to sound?
0: I would like to think that I would, because what can survive in a pitch black cave? You've kind of got to put two and two together, like, what lives in caves? Things that don't use their eyes.
1: Like moles. Bats. What? What?
0: Moles. <laughs> They're in the dark. Uh, a cave mole. <laughs> I'm more thinking bats. <laughs> and then you'll have like creepy crawlies that they just do it on like sensors. I'm putting my hands oh, yeah. out like because they're feeling for things. (laughs) So I'd like to think that I would come to the conclusion... I'm really sorry, I've got lots of snot.
1: (laughs) Yes, Sam is ill.
0: (laughs) I had a tooth out, and then my immune system just went, hey, let's have a cold now. (laughs) Um... What the hell was that noise? I don't
1: know.
0: Sounded like a cat? Um, no, it sounded like someone's in a horror film. Let's <laughs> no. ignore that. Mm. Yeah, so I'm really trying to think of what I would actually do.
1: Maybe when the adrenaline's pumping, you're just like, come on in, who wants some? That's not going to help either because they hunt in packs. Mm. You're still dead, but at least you go out fighting, I guess.
0: Yeah. There is one part of the film that I was literally like... Oh, it's the bit where she's... um I'm sorry, that didn't really describe anything. Um Where Sarah has hid herself in the pool of rainwater and mostly blood. And she's hiding out because the female one is after her. Except the female one is also in that blood water.
1: (laughs) And that female one is, I guess, avenging her mate after Sarah killed it?
0: I thought it was a child.
1: Oh, really? She killed a child?
0: Yeah, I thought it was a small one.
1: Oh. Well, even more motivation.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: Sarah surely has PTSD after the tragic loss of her family. Over the course of the film, we see her turn from a victim into a fighter, perhaps at the cost of her sanity, whatever sanity she had left. But yeah, when she's standing there caked in blood, bone club in one hand and fire in the other, she has become... Just as primal and as savage as the crawlers. She even puts Beth out of her misery.
0: Wouldn't you, though?
1: Pretty vicious, though. She caves her head in with a stone, don't she?
0: What else is there to hand? Uh, Something pointy? She would have to search for that, and that would take time, whilst her friend is suffering.
1: Suffering because Juno accidentally stabbed her in the neck with a pickaxe. Yeah,
0: so it was an accident... Yes, but then she doesn't try and help her. I mean, I know, like, yep, yeah, okay, pickaxe has gone through her throat. There is no helping her. No, but that is your friend.
1: But I suppose they want us to detest Juno even more, and that's why that's the way to do it. But it, yes, it was an accident when Sarah finds Beth before you know, caving her head in. Mm-hmm. She leads her to believe that. She intentionally killed her.
0: And that got me a little bit like, I was like, hey, no, why are you lying? <laughs> I know you're on your deathbed, but don't lie. It wasn't on purpose. It's because she was fighting a crawler and then you kind of snuck up behind her.
1: But it to kind of like out of pettiness because Beth seems to be the only one who knows Juno was having an affair with Sarah's husband and... Sarah isn't exactly of sound mind anyway. She's Mm. constantly hearing her daughter's laughter. Keeps having visions of her. And maybe she should have had therapy instead of exploring caves. But Beth, on her deathbed, she wants her karma. And maybe that's why she led Sarah to believe Juno intentionally killed her. When it comes to the end and is only Sarah and Juno left, so survivors... Probably need each other to get through this situation.
0: Yes. Out of... Necessity. Well,
1: necessity, vengeance, because Sarah now knows Juno had a thing with her husband.
0: Well, you would just ignore that until you got out.
1: I guess, but showing absolutely no remorse, she stabs Juno in the leg and leaves her to be butchered by crawlers. Does that help, Sarah? No. I bet it made her feel good at the time, though.
0: Well, did it, though? Did it? Does revenge work?
1: I don't think she cares at this point. There's that part where Sarah lets out that primal scream, and I can't help but be reminded of Arnie at the end of Predator when he's covered in mud and has Mm. to use the jungle against his alien foe. It's kind of a similar situation. You know, they just have to shed all of their humanity in the end to survive. You could look at this film as Sarah overcoming the loss of her family. Does she, though? Does she overcome that? Because I think she just completely loses her mind by the end of this. Of
0: course she's losing her mind.
1: Because at the end, it leads you to believe that she finally escapes.
0: Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, she's got out. Like... But then, when she gets into the car, I then thought the um the lorry was gonna finish her off
1: what, another lorry
0: that's how I thought it was gonna end, and then all of a sudden she's back in the cave, waking up.
1: And I did like the imagery when she's like pulling herself out of the the mud and the dirt of that tiny little opening in the ground, yeah, it's kind of like the earth is giving birth to her or something, like a rebirth, like she's overcome her trauma and become a new person. A survivor. That would
0: have been a nice a nice way to kind of wrap things up. But... And
1: I think the US would agree with you because they got a, I believe, a happy ending instead of this one.
0: Oh. Ah. This is
1: the far more nihilistic, brutal UK ending. Oh. Yeah, because you think She's free. She's got out. And then she sees Juno's ghost in the car. And she wakes up in the cave, surrounded by crawlers. And she's seeing visions of her daughter holding out a birthday cake.
0: (coughs) 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 Sam's ill. You can take that out.
1: Yeah. So has she overcome the loss of her family? Because clearly she hasn't because she's having visions of her daughter. No one else can see her there. She's completely lost her mind. She's completely broken.
0: Well, oh, that's completely understandable. Completely, completely. This is really sore. Yeah, I forked my finger.
1: I wonder how you feel if your bone, you know, burst out of your leg like it did with Holly in this situation. How would that feel?
0: Savlum wouldn't work. No.
1: (laughs) No, it would not. The descent does pass the Bechdel test, but the motivation of the two survivors at the end still revolves around the actions and consequences of a man in both their lives. It is innovative to have a horror film led entirely by women, but... Having the last two survivors still act out the grievances because of a man isn't exactly progressive.
0: Excuse me.
1: The Beckdale test. No. Well, Sam, let me mansplain like I always do.
0: Go ahead.
1: Yes, because I always come across as a misogynistic pig in this moment. But nevertheless, the Bechdel test is a measure of the representation of women in fiction, asking whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. Obviously, this film passes that because the entire film revolves around women and they can't talk about men all the time.
0: No.
1: So it does pass, but... The point I'm making is the motivation of the two main characters and the two survivors at the end of the film isn't that progressive because it still revolves around the consequences and actions of a pig of a man.
0: Yeah, but... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it takes two to tango. It's not just his fault.
1: I know, but it's still... I don't know why I'm pointing fingers at the man. I should be on the defending side (laughs) of me. But, (laughs) yes, it takes two to tango. But could they come up with a better conflict for these two women, other than the man in their lives? So, what do you think of the film? Good? Bad? Good?
0: Good. I'd like to say I'd watch it again. (laughs) Maybe I will at some point in the the far future where there are no caves about... And there's no darkness, because there was a lot of darkness.
1: Yes, primal fear.
0: Yes. I just... It's definitely one for people to watch.
1: Well, obviously, you were so engaged because...
0: So I have half a page of notes.
1: I I should also add, that's barely half a (laughs) page.
0: I mean, it's some bullet points. Yes,
1: it's bullet points. Okay, So
0: you were that engaged,
1: you barely took any notes. Yes. And, and unlike other films we watch, not horrors, comedies, chick flicks, dramas, you stayed off your phone as well.
0: I stay off my phone through all these horror films, James. Unlike some people.
1: Well, unlike some people, I've seen these horror films before, OK? There you go. The power of horror films is your eyes stay glued to the screen... Thank you. Okay, I don't go.
0: Do do I get a gold star? Like, I don't know where you're going with this. I don't
1: know. I'm (laughs) just saying that there's the power of horror films. Focus. Focus. Through fear. Yes. Let's hear... Oh, we've got to come up with a name for this section. We can't just call it Audio Dump. That's not a good name. Hello? God, that's creepy.
0: It is, isn't it?
1: Well, I sound like someone's walking up the stairs.
0: Oh, don't do that.
1: OK, after that slight intrusion, I come not with a good name. <laughs> Screaming along with Sam. Ah!
0: Was I meant to do something?
1: No, I don't know. can up with some jingle later on in another instalment? Not now. OK. OK, let's listen to your reactions to The Descent.
0: Oh, what the fuck? Where do these poles come from?
1: Well, I guess he's not in the rest of the film
0: <laughs> right okay yes. so that was the very beginning <laughs> oh that was, a,
1: that was a bit callous of me, wasn't it? I have no sympathy for fictional dead husbands.
0: No, no, you don't. They're just a means to an end. They're just meat bags in my eyes. oh, lovely, okay, so here, here's another one. looks like it open. <laughs> <laughs> What? what the fuck?
1: <laughs> the cheap jump scare, and had that stupid pole go through the window and she wakes up.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it got me. It's not funny.
1: It's kind of a cheap jump scare.
0: Hmm, it still made me jump. <laughs> exactly, in my point. <laughs> Oh, okay. Where well, do we go now? Yeah, see, I've done stuff like that with Go Ape. What? Oh. You have to pull yourself across.
1: Uh, well, upside down.
0: I did not like it. It took me ages to do it. <laughs> and obviously, it's not in that situation. You've still got a safety.
1: Oh, fuck. Yep.
0: Oh, God. There
1: goes all the skin off your fingers.
0: Oh, God. Oh. Shit, I remember that bit. That's when um, one of them grabs the rope because um, one of them's falling. She grabs it with her bare hands. Mm. She's got rope burn. But to me, I'm like, why are you not wearing gloves? Like you've gone caving. You know you're going to be handling ropes. The majority of them, I'm sure, had like rope gloves on. So you still got your fingers out. Yeah, for like gripping.
1: Juno's looks like Tomb Raider for most of the film. She yeah. looks like an action figure. Next one. I was saying, it went crunch. So yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yep, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. bones out the leg. <laughs> oh Ooh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a bit graphic, wasn't it? Gee. When she
1: broke her leg, she's a dead weight.
0: Yes, we know that, James.
1: Especially in that situation when you're lost.
0: Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Just like be like, okay, bye.
1: It's kind of fortunate she's the first one who gets eaten, though,
0: out of convenience. That's nice. So, if my leg breaks, you're like, okay, bye then. No. Um. What the fuck is that? I think
1: it was Gollum. <laughs> Imagine if we saw that when we went into that nature reserve at night. Would you run? Yes. Or freeze?
0: No, I would run, screaming. Yep. Of course. Who wouldn't? You see one of those crawlers in the pitch black. (laughs) You're telling me you're just going to stand there staring at it.
1: No, you're going to run. But in that situation, you're fucked. You're trapped in a cave.
0: Bones... Lots of bones. Ah! Oh, God. Yeah, infrared cameras, really great. <laughs> I'm like them off for having the infrared camera. Oh, Because obviously we see one of the crawlers, don't we? <laughs>
1: that was the infamous jump scare, which I think was the biggest reaction you've ever got on watching a horror film. Yep. Based on how high that was.
0: <laughs> that peak. <laughs> it's literally, it sounds really fuzzy. <laughs> I
1: think we need to...
0: No, because that thing can see in the dark, you idiots. <laughs> oh. Oh, well, she's dead. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was dead weight. Well, that's Holly again.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. We swear a lot in this one, don't we?
1: I think that's how you react.
0: Fucking shit.
1: Yeah. Just fucking and shitting all done.
0: <laughs> oh shit, there's more than one of them. Oh dear, she's dead too. Oh no, she's fighting back. Oh, she lost her weapon. No, nope, hey, Kill got it. it, kill it. Oh! No. Oh no. Oh, that's when um, Juno...
1: Kills Beth. Yeah,
0: well, she doesn't kill her, she just...
1: Fatally wounds her.
0: Yes. She's got nice red hair now, hasn't she, because of all the um, blood going on it? (laughs) I didn't know blood did that. It
1: doesn't. It makes hair go brown.
0: Brown? Blood dries brown. That's red. Oh! Oh! Bloody hell! What, what am I erring? I guess in a case of fight or flight, these girls are both fight.
1: You go primal, don't you?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, was that the bit when she was um, sticking her thumbs th- in I the eyes? I think he might have um killed it.
1: That or Sarah? smashing their heads in, or
0: it was the eye bit because she kept going when she was thumbing the eyes. Maybe
1: Do you, you not remember? Yeah, yeah, you just go for the soft bits, don't you?
0: Yeah, but she just kept going for it.
1: Would you do the same? Um,
0: with, with my thumbs? <laughs> like we know who Scar is. Yeah, which one
1: was that? <laughs> what? That was in the credit, was not it? When it was like showing who played the crawlers <laughs> okay. and there's one called Scar.
0: <laughs> Who's Scar?
1: Who is Scar?
0: Who is Scar? That is the end. Let's wrap it up then.
1: So that was The Descent, which hasn't encouraged us to go into deep caves, and I guess nothing will ever will after this. So go watch it. So go watch it, but <laughs> don't go caving.
0: A lot of other people enjoyed it too. Hello, cat. 76% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty good, but it's actually got an 86% tomato meter.
1: Nice. Is that fresh?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Maybe at some point I will watch this again.
1: This and Neil Marshall's previous film, Dog Soldiers, allows us to forgive him for his god-awful reboot of Hellboy. Do you remember that? With the guy from Stranger Things?
0: Oh. Oh, yeah.
1: With the giants in London and there's weird, like, Lovejoy ghosts... And trolls and silly vampire Mexican wrestling or something. I don't know what was going on in that film. Yeah,
0: I w- I would agree with you on that one.
1: But don't judge a comic on its film adaptation. So that was Scaring Sam. We have been your hosts. Sam? Yes, that's Sam. And I'm James. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ScaringSamPod.com.
0: And you can contact us at ScaringSandPod at gmail.com. What is that cat doing?
1: I don't know because this is all audible. Anyway. Toodaloo. (laughs) Damn it. Okay, fine. Stay safe out there tonight. Bye.
0: Stay safe out there.
1: Haha, you did it for yourself.